Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 50 of Life Simply Better. I'm Zoe Galitzis, and I coach busy working moms on how to create simpler, more relaxed lives, one practical step at a time. And on this episode, we are going to talk about exactly how you can save 100 hours this year, because who wouldn't want an extra 100 hours, right? So I'm going to talk you through three easy steps that you can do to be ready to get that 100 hours this year as soon as you're done listening to the podcast. Before I do that, I want to talk about a couple of things briefly. One is that it's episode 50 of the podcast. We're almost a year into this podcast, and I just want to thank all of you, whether you are brand new and this is the first episode you are listening to, or whether you've been with me from the beginning. Thank you for listening. I am so happy to be able to bring this to you every week. I love sharing what's working for me with you in hopes that you find some value from that. And I'm just so appreciative of this community that we have. I think it's awesome. The other thing I want to do is give a quick shout out to this YouTube channel that I found in the past couple of weeks that has totally given me the inspiration and motivation to refresh the decluttering in our house. I am a huge fan of decluttering. I don't know what it is about creating more open space in my house, but it just feels so good to me. And I notice that I feel more relaxed. Our kids play way better when the house is clean and not crammed full of stuff. And I just, I just love it. And I have noticed though that you declutter and then it comes back again, right? More, more things accumulate. Even if you don't buy a lot, you get gifts from other wonderful, generous family members and things just kind of build up. Kids bring stuff home, et cetera, et cetera. And so I found this YouTuber named Dawn and her channel is The Minimal Mom. And she does these just like short 10 minute videos on all different topics that are super easy and practical ways to just get control of the clutter in your house. And I have been putting off clearing out and going through my kids' clothes. And it it was at the point where my five-year-old he would open his drawer in the morning and it was like hard to open the drawer because there was so much clothing stuffed inside it and then he couldn't find the shirts that he liked to wear and all of that. And so I've been meaning for months and months now to go through our kids' clothes and do kind of a purge. And it always just seemed like this big project to me and I hadn't done it. And, but every morning I was spending time, like helping my five-year-old <laughs> find his underwear underneath, like all of the other stuff crammed into his drawer. And so I was putting it off and putting it off because it just felt like this big project. And then I found the minimal mom and she has this video on, um, like how to declutter your kids clothes in 20 minutes. And I thought 20 minutes, I can do 20 minutes. I watched the video. The video was probably 10 or 15 minutes long. I watched the video and literally I probably spent maybe not 20 minutes, but half an hour or so and got through all their clothes. Her way of doing it was so fast and so easy. I have no affiliation with her. I've never met her. I, I didn't even leave a comment on her video. I probably should have, but um, I did give her a thumbs up. 
So I just want to recommend that YouTube channel, The Minimal Mom. I will link to it in my description below in the podcast too, because I don't talk a lot about house decluttering stuff on this podcast, but it goes hand in hand with the idea of life simply better. And I highly recommend it if you are into that kind of thing. All right. So now we are going to talk about how to save a hundred hours this year. Let me ask you, what would you do with a hundred extra hours? Just think about that for a minute. Like <laughs> there's a lot of possibilities. You, you may have already spent that time five times over in your imagination, just thinking, right? Like think of all the extra sleep you could get with a hundred hours. Think of the work that you could catch up on, or maybe th those parts of your work that are really the most exciting to you, but you just don't get to during your day right now because you don't have enough time. Or maybe it's something like just watching some Netflix, just relaxing, or just having a lazy, chill day with your kids instead of constantly running around. And when you think about how little margin many of us have in our lives between work and family and just general adulting, a hundred hours is huge, right? Like a hundred hours, that's a lot of time, especially if you're someone that has very little spare time right now. And if I relate this to my own life, I will tell you exactly what a hundred hours in a year meant to me. It meant 50 episodes of this podcast, creating this podcast, recording episodes every week, that doesn't take a ton of time, but if I didn't know how to free up that margin, that extra 100 hours a year, I, I literally could not have done this. So there's all sorts of things you can do with this time, and the really good news is that the extra time, that 100 hours, is there right now. It's just waiting for you to take it. As busy as you feel, I promise you can get 100 extra hours this year. We just don't think about it and we make assumptions and we can kind of default into our normal routines when really there's some really simple tweaks that you can make that will get you there more easily than you think. So in the rest of this episode, we're going to talk about three easy practical ways that you can get to 100 extra hours this year. And I'm going to focus on your workday, actually. So I'm going to talk about how you can save 100 hours this year out of your work time. And again, you could use that 100 hours then for more time in your personal life. Or if there's something you're really excited about at work, but you just don't have time to get to it, you could just use that 100 hours at work and repurpose it to what you truly want to be contributing and working on. So let's talk about this. And, and I want to break this down to really understand the math involved. So when we say 100 hours, that sounds like a big number, but we're talking about 100, and it is a big number. <laughs> it's totally a big number, and it's very significant. But how does that break down over a year? So if you think about 100 hours, there's about 50 weeks in a year. So that's about two hours per week that we need to save to get this 100 hours. And if we think about two hours per week, and I said we're going to focus on our work week, that would be about 30 minutes per day. In fact, even if you could just save 30 minutes for four days out of the week, 
you'll get your two hours, you'll get your hundred hours over the course of the year. So when you think about the math that way and really break it down, that's how I want you to think of it because you need to take this big concept of like, I don't have any extra time in my life. How do I save time? How do I get this hundred hours to day to day? What does that really mean? So what we're talking about is shaving 30 minutes out of your workday, again, either to use for extra time in your personal life or uh, extra time to, to work on more that you're interested in. And so think about your workday right now and where that 30 minutes might sit and might be adjusted out of. Some of you are probably logging on in the evening and doing some work in the evening outside of your core hours. Maybe it's that time, maybe that 100 hours is going to come from you figuring out how to get your work done without logging on in the evening. And that's gonna be your 30 minutes right there. Or maybe it looks like leaving work 30 minutes earlier, or finish, finishing work 30 minutes earlier um, so that you can get back to the rest of your life. Or maybe it looks like having um, 30 minutes in the morning where you're really devoted to kind of your passion project at work and starting your normal work 30 minutes later. So think about your workday. Think about where you might want this 30 minutes to be situated and what that might look like. Okay, so now that you have that really concrete image in your head, of what this 100 hours translates to in a terms of an adjustment to your schedule, let's talk through the three ways you can do this. And again, I think a lot of you, just through listening to this podcast, you're gonna be able to finish the podcast and have your 100 hours right there, ready to go. Maybe even from this first tip, which the first tip is to decline non-essential meetings. If you are anything like me in my corporate job, you have a lot of meetings on your calendar. You get a lot of meeting invitations. And we tend to look at those meeting invites and just accept, 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 accept. Automatically, our calendar fills up and the, there goes our time. Now, how many of you have been sitting in a meeting thinking, this is probably not the best use of my time. In fact, this meeting is probably not the best use of anyone's time who's on it. You know those meetings that have, you know, 15 people on them and they're maybe they're a status check-in where you don't really produce anything or maybe they're just not really focused on an objective and you leave the meeting and you've talked a lot but you haven't really gotten anything done, right? So I want you to start to think, what are those lower value, non-essential meetings on your calendar? And what do you need to do to get them off your calendar? It's actually really simple to get them off your calendar. All you need to do is open the meeting and select decline. And if it's your own meeting, all you need to do is cancel it. And everyone will probably love you for that, especially if it's a non-essential meeting. And so a lot of us just get into the habit of accepting meetings without really thinking, do I really need to be at this? Or 
maybe it is an essential meeting, but there is someone besides you, there's someone from your team that could take your place or represent your team and follow up with others as needed in a much shorter amount of time than what the meeting actually takes. So some of you are gonna hear this first tip. I guarantee there are some of you out there who can save this two hours per week, which adds up to 100 hours per year, just by intentionally managing your meetings and managing your calendar. I know I am in that camp. I can easily save 100 hours a year by being more selective about the meetings that I attend. And if you want some more information, a little bit deeper dive on taking control of your schedule and your calendar, check out episode 38 of the podcast. Episode 38 is called Take Control of Your Calendar, and it goes into more detail about this. But even just listening to this episode, I bet you can think of a meeting you have coming up this week, maybe even today, that you don't need to go to. So that's tip one, decline non-essential meetings. Tip number two is commit to your work hours and trim your to-do list each morning. So the way a lot of us, again, our default habit going into work tends to be, we get to work, we have a to-do list, some other extra unpredictable things come up during the day, we work, work, work really hard all day, and then it gets to be whatever time it is for you, five o'clock, six o'clock, (laughs) <laughs> you're, maybe it's at the night, uh, nighttime after you've logged on, after your kids are in bed, where we're like, wow, I am out of brain power. I need to be done working, but I haven't gotten all my to-dos done. And I ended up spending more time working than I wanted to today. And what we need to do, what happens then is that we're not in control of our hours. We spend more hours than we want and we get less done than we wanted to. So it's like this lose-lose situation, like you're spending more time, but you're not even getting everything done that you wanted to get done. And the answer to that is that instead of just going through your day and kind of taking things as they happen and getting to what you can get to and doing your best, which all sound like really good things that I think most of us do by default, You want to make a decision and a commitment in the morning about what your hours will be and what you will get done that morning. And that usually looks like, you know, committing to your hours, meaning if that half hour you're saving means you're not going to log on at night, that 30 minutes is saved by not logging on at night, you're going to commit to being done at work and leaving work at 6 p.m. and not logging on again or whatever that time looks like for you. That's going to be different for everyone. I leave at four. You might leave at six. You might leave at seven. Whatever that time is, you're going to commit to that up front. And then you're going to also commit to your to-do list um, and set a to-do list for the day, a plan for the day that is reasonable for that amount of time, knowing that you're gonna have unpredictable things come up, you're gonna have a lot of meetings probably, you're gonna be getting emails, you're gonna have all these other things going on in addition to your to-do list. And what that means for most of us is that we need to take some items off of our to-do list. And 
doing this in the morning allows you to be really planful about it, prioritize what matters most. Yes, it's uncomfortable to eliminate items off of your to-do list or to you know spend time giving them to other team members or moving them to another day. Yeah, that's uncomfortable. But guess what is more uncomfortable? What's more uncomfortable is being still working at eight o'clock at night and still not having your to-do list done. Like you have to realize that right now what you're doing, you're not getting your to-do list done anyway. So you're already essentially crossing items off your to-do list because you're not getting them all done at the end of the day. But if you switch to just trimming that list down in the morning, and maybe that means there can only be three things on your to-do list today because that's all you're going to have time for in the midst of meetings and other unpredictable things. But do it in the morning and commit to that and be a little ruthless about eliminating items from that to-do list. So that's my second tip. And again, I, I think using this tip alone, certainly in my own experience of trimming down my work week, which I've trimmed down by a lot more than two hours a week at this point, just that step of committing to what time I was gonna be done working and taking items off of my to-do list in the morning that really helped me. You can't do it all. You're not going to have time to do it all. So choose what's most important and honor that commitment. All right. The third tip is to manage your mindset. Yes, you can save a hundred hours per year just with your thoughts. <laughs> I know that sounds totally woo-woo, and if you've listened to other episodes of the podcast, you know that I'm a huge fan of looking at the underlying cause of things, which for us as humans always goes back to what we're thinking and what we're feeling that drives all of our actions and all of our results in life. So if you want the result of saving 100 hours, you have to go all the way back and figure out what mindset will save me 100 hours. Let me give you a few ideas to play around with, with that. One of the mindsets that will help you is being will willing to not allow, not, um, I shouldn't say not allow, but not believe the thoughts that make you feel guilty. So if you're working a little bit less, um, you know, questioning those thoughts that start to come in of like, oh, you're not doing your fair share. I talked a little bit about that on last week's podcast. Or, um, you know, if you're at this certain senior leadership level, you should be working more hours. That kind of mindset, if you're holding on to that mindset, it's going to be really hard for you to save time because you might decline a meeting, but then you're just going to fill something else in, in, in that place in order to ease your guilt. So you really want to manage your mindset. Another thing I see a lot with people's mindsets that becomes a barrier for them in adopting this and really saving time is that they just don't believe it's possible. So they're hearing me say, you know, decline meetings, commit to your hours, trim your to-do list. And they're like, well, you just don't understand my job. That's just not possible for me. And I actually, I totally get this. And I understand where people are coming from. And I understand what it's like to be in that mindset. In fact, just this week, and part of the reason I wanted to do this podcast uh, 
this podcast topic was because this week I noticed my mindset really reverting back to this mindset of like, this just isn't going to work for me. I just can't get all my work done based on how much I have on my plate. And I, I'm not usually in that mindset anymore, but I had fallen back into it because right now I'm transitioning into a new leadership role. I still have the old leadership role as we're filling that position. And so I have two leadership roles. I'm working four days a week in my corporate job because I work on Fridays in my coaching practice privately. And so I just had adopted this belief without even realizing it that like, yeah, normally my four day a week schedule works fine for my corporate job. But now that I'm in this role transition and I'm like learning the new role and I still have the other role to do, it's just not possible for me to get my work done. And I noticed myself starting to vent to people and starting to not get my to-do list (laughs) done every day, which of course I just used as evidence of like, see, it's not possible to get all my work done. But as soon as I realized that that was just a thought, it was just a belief that I had that I couldn't get my work done. And maybe that belief could be questioned. Maybe it was possible that I could get my work done even during this role transition in the hours that I wanted to be working, everything turned around for me. All of a sudden that focused my brain on more creative solutions, looking for things I hadn't thought of before, looking for ways to simplify what was on my list, looking for things that were non-essential that I could eliminate and everything turned around. And guess what? I got all my work done. I left at four o'clock just like I wanted to, and it was all fine. And it's just such a good reminder to me of how powerful that mindset piece is. So those are my three tips. And again, I think from any one of these tips, you could get a hundred hours right now. So tip number one, decline non-essential meetings, manage your calendar. Tip number two, Commit to your hours and trim your to-dos each morning. Take stuff off of your to-do list, whether that means delegating it or eliminating it completely or finding a streamlined way of doing it. Do that work up front so you're not stuck at the end of the day feeling like you've worked more than you wanted to and gotten less done than you wanted to. And tip number three, manage your mindset because our thoughts are what drive how we feel. How we feel drives how we show up and how we act. That's our fuel for the day. And so it always goes back to what assumptions are we making? What limiting beliefs do we have? And how can we just jiggle those loose in our brains so that we can move forward and find new, better ways of working that will result in us saving that 100 hours? All right. I'm so excited just even talking through this. I, um, I have experienced this many times over in my life. I've had periods of working, you know, 60 to 70 hours a week on the high end. You know, I probably averaged 45 to 50 for a lot of my career before I started doing this work. And now I'm working four hours, four days a week, eight hours a day. So I just feel like there is so much room for you to save time that you probably don't even realize is there. And it just adds up in little pieces. And as you do one piece and get that part of your routine, then you find the next piece and you just slowly build from there. 
So I highly recommend that you try this out. And I also want to mention, uh, you may be aware, I have a client membership program for people who want to work with me directly and kind of take all of this to the next level. September is going to feature in the membership program is going to feature a topic of how to get it done. So it's going to tie right into what we've been talking about today of how to get more done in less time without stressing out, still feeling relaxed, still feeling calm, all that good stuff. And so membership for that, for that September topic and for all of the other coaching and access to me and everything else you get with the program is going to be open from Saturday, August 24th through Friday, August 30th. So starting this Saturday through Friday the 30th, uh, it's $50 a month. So if you want to like really make it a no brainer to save this hundred hours and know that you're gonna have the coaching support, get all your questions answered, have the workbook and all of the other materials that come with that for 50 bucks, you can get that. And if you think about, think about what you get paid per hour, maybe it's $50 <laughs> and we're talking about saving a hundred hours. So I just think investing in learning how to coach yourself and manage your time better is one of the best investments you can make, especially if you are busy. So highly encourage you to check that out. If you are interested, after the 30th membership is gonna be closed for a little while and this specific material on how to get it done, getting more done in less time, isn't coming back for a whole year. So you can get it this September or you can get it next September in 2020, but you have to register this um, coming week if, if you want that material this year. So right now you can go to lifesimplybetter.com forward slash coach, C-O-A-C-H. And if you're listening to this right when the podcast comes out, membership won't be open yet, but you can sign up for the wait list and you'll get a handy dandy email reminder as soon as it opens and you can sign up that way. So that's lifesimplybetter.com forward slash coach, C-O-A-C-H. All right, everyone, have fun with your 100 hours. Like I said, there's so many ways you can spend that time. It's awesome to create a little bit more margin in your life. It feels amazing. It uh, lets you show up as your best self. And I wish you all a wonderful week with some extra time and extra space. And I will talk to you again soon.